Hey, this is Jason from Building 429, and you're listening to the Christian Music Guys Podcast. Today we sit down with Jason from Building 429. Building 429 has a new single out called Worry. Welcome back to the Christian Music Guys Podcast, a podcast for Christian music fans by Christian music fans. So Jacob, I've got a story that doesn't come from the news headlines, but it comes right from uh, my own church with our pastor. Uh, so he has, uh, my pastor and his family have a small farm uh, here in town. Um, nothing big, They but they have some animals, uh, some goats. They have chickens and dogs and they have like, you know, they grow vegetables and all that kind of stuff. Anyways, uh, they have a couple of cats and it just so happens that they're... Um, there are two cats both got pregnant at the same time mm-hmm. so the last time i went and visited them um actually it's about a month ago uh one of the times i visited him about a month ago i show up and he has i, I don't even know probably 20 kittens uh 20 oh you know 20 plus kittens running around his farm everywhere kittens I mean, like everywhere you went, there were kittens. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Yeah, we're trying to, we're trying to give them away. We're trying to find people to, you know, take them or whatever." And uh, so, anyways, they've they've had a lot of kittens, and um, he had been having an issue uh, where they've been jumping up into the cars, um, hiding out, you know, in in the in the engine and all that kind of stuff. So he, every time he gets in the car, he has to honk the horn. And he has to knock on the hood to scare him away so that way he can, you know, drive without running over him or whatever. Well, listen to this. So one morning he wakes up and he has a breakfast uh, meeting with someone from the church mm-hmm. uh, at Bob Evans. Bob Evans, about 20, 25 minute drive for him uh, to Bob Evans. So he does the thing that he does every single morning. He gets into his car, but as he's getting in, he hits all over the hood to scare any kittens out. Starts his V, or he, um, before he starts his car, he honks the horn a couple times. There was a couple cats that ran out, so he was like, okay, good, got him. You know, like, I scared him away. Yeah. Drives, drives on down to Bob Evans, goes into Bob Evans, has a couple hour uh, breakfast, has a good meeting, gets a lot of work done anyways. Comes back out, and he sees a guy standing at his car. And he's, uh, he's kind of like looking under his car, and he's like, oh, can I help you, sir? Uh, and the guy goes, oh, is this your car? And he's like, yeah. And he goes, you got, you got some kittens under your car. And my pastor was like, he said he just kind of played it. He wanted to play it off at first. Like, oh, man, I'm going to get PETA called on me or something. Right. If a guy finds out they're my kittens and I brought them in my the hood of my car from home. So he goes, at first, I just kind of played dumb like kittens, you know. You're kidding me under my car. Wow. And then eventually he said, you know, he, he told the guy the story. He's like, you know, we got these kittens and stuff. And and they were just amazed that he drove 25 minutes at red lights, mm-hmm. stop signs uh, through the city to get to Bob Evans. And there were three kittens in the engine compartment of his wow. vehicle. Or under the bumper or wherever, but they they just stayed there. Went along, they went along for the ride, uh, and they ended up. I think he said he coaxed them out with uh, some sausage links from Bob Evans, the only because they oh. were hiding under the car. Okay, uh, and so he ended up getting 
some sausages and that was the only way they got out. But anyways, they named the kittens Bob Evans. So one's name is Bob. One's name is Evan. And the third, I can't remember what they named the third. I think they named him after the waitress um, that they had. But anyways. Did, so did you he know, keep the cats or? No, he was able to get rid of them. So yeah. So yeah, he, he brought kittens with them. And, you know, he said, because he had been trying so long to get rid of them. He said, I was very tempted to just play dumb and say, I wonder whose cats these are. <laughs> because he was trying so hard to get rid of them. And he was like about a 25 minute drive is as far away from the house as they're going to get. So he was tempted, but he took them back home. He took them back home. And now they're, they've been adopted and they're in loving families now. Well, good for that family. Yeah, it could have been worse. It could have been bad, but it yeah. wasn't. And the kittens were completely healthy and they got really fun names out of it. So Bob and Evans, uh, Bob and Evan. And I can't remember the third one, but um, yeah, it was. um, I just, I just can't imagine what those cats were thinking as they were, uh, as they were going down the road. Wow. Well, we recently got to sit down with, Jason Roy from Building 429, and uh, is a he's a wonderful person. Great to uh, get to know him a little more, and just uh, the history of Building 429 and all of their their music and all the stuff they have going going on and coming up. And something that we learned about Jason in the interview is that he is a big Goo Goo Dolls fan, and I like me some Goo Goo Dolls. Um, you know, there's like four songs of theirs that I could listen to on repeat that I really like. But so, yeah, uh, it was a great interview. They got, like Jesse said earlier, they have a new single out. Check that out. So, Jason, first off, thank you so much for taking the time and speaking with us today. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. Excited to be here. Uh, we're huge fans of build, Building 429, and it's 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 an honor to just be talking with you. Yeah. So I thank you. have a, a question doing some little bit of Instagram stalking on the building 40, 429 page. Um, back in December, there was a picture um, of you in an ugly Christmas sweater. Oh yeah. Where yeah, did I, you get that sweater? <laughs> was I in a picture with my wife in that one? Yes. Yep. That's my greatest photo ever. That's like, <laughs> yeah. that, I, you we don't agree, even understand. Like, I posed for that picture. I promise you, I posed for that picture. Like, we took twenty of that picture to get everything <laughs> right. <laughs> yes, the, uh, the fact that your shoulders are up and your head's down like yeah, that whole. Totally. Like, <laughs> yes. I Question is, do you wear that year round? Uh, not I wear, but every Christmas I do wear that <laughs> exact <laughs> same oh, yeah. thing. Um, Man, that was funny. Like, it's what's funny is it's so counter to my personality. It's what shocked everybody with that there, because I'm <laughs> I'm generally a pretty serious guy, you know. And so when I posted that, like, even all the guys in the band were like just flipping out. They were calling me like, "What are you doing? Are you okay?" It was pretty awesome. And we won that. We won the award that year. Oh, yeah, take yeah. that! Yeah. Well, as as huge Christmas fans, we it was a it was an A plus for us. You would have oh, won. You. you would have won our grades. Yeah. I, I've never topped it. I've tried. I've tried a couple of times. I did like an overall thing one time, but just every time I come back to it and the picture 
is so perfect. Like just yeah. like you said, the way I was standing. And <laughs> oh, <laughs> it yeah. was really next good. Build, next building 429 Christmas album. Man. It's your cover, right? You've got it. Yes. Oh my gosh. That, that's actually not the worst idea, man. In terms yeah. of shock value, people would be like, what is going well, Jason, on? Jason, so yeah. we'd like to go back to the beginning, building 429. Um, how did you guys uh, become a band? Yeah. I played in a, in another band that was called all too familiar, uh, out of, out of, uh, North Carolina. And we like, I was like very serious about it, I guess. Um, early, I guess I was going to NC state. Um, I was going to, to NC state for an engineering degree and, um, and playing in this band kind of on the side, but I was also to kind of give you the full story of how I became like, just so focused on this one thing. Uh, I was a big athlete and, um, and, and I loved to go play basketball. I played a lot. I played all over the country, you know, when I was in high school. So when I went to NC state every night, I go to the student center and I play ball there. And, and, um, and it was quite, you know, for me, it was a joy to be the long haired guy who could, you know, I could dunk on people and and no one would see me coming. So, you know, I, you know, they have YouTube videos of that now, but I was doing it before there was YouTube, you know, and, and. (laughs) But I also talked a lot, and and uh, I think I got that from my dad. My dad was Texas State's strongest man; like he was like a pro powerlifter, so he was just monstrous man, you know. And anyway, uh, yeah, one day I was there uh, playing ball late night, and I said something to the wrong guy, and I woke up in a hospital, and um, oh. and I, I didn't even know what happened. And but I I broke my nose in three or four places, broke this bone, split me wide mm. open, and, and um. And I spent six weeks with my face disfigured uh, before they took me back in and rebroke everything and put it back together. Mm-hmm. And in those six weeks, uh, those were like the formative weeks where I kind of, I had the doctor said to me when I was in there, he said, you know, you're lucky that this wasn't a little bit different. Like this could, this could have ended your life. So if there's something that you do that you, you feel like, you know, you're passionate about whatever it is, like God's given you another shot. So maybe go do that. And so during those six weeks of just struggling, I just like totally like decided music ministry. That's it. Nothing else. That's all I'm doing. And maybe no one will understand, but I'm going for it. Uh, and so anyway, I had a little band that I was playing in that was, that had quite a bit of success, even got offered a record deal. Well, when the record deal came, all the guys in the band kind of backed out. They're like, Oh, we we don't want to do this full time. And, and it really just kind of, I don't know, it kind of blew my mind, you know? And so I, so I was like, I talked to my then girlfriend, but now wife, and I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, I feel like music is what I'm supposed to do in my life. And, and she said, okay, then find people that will follow you to the end of the world and find warriors, build a team and go do it, you know? And so uh, at the last show I was playing with that band, a guy walked up to me and said, Hey, I hear that this is the last show for this band. I'd love to be involved in something else. If you want to, I play bass. I was like, yeah, I'm great. Let's do it. And so I found him and another drummer. And then we started searching for a name as bands do and building 429, um, was my wife's idea. She said, comes from Ephesians 429, let nothing unwholesome come out of your mouth, except that which is helpful for building others up which is based off of this 429 challenge uh, where if someone says something negative, you say something, they say 429 and it reminds them to say something positive about the same person. So 
building 429. And, and, uh, and, and literally I just started keeping files. I mean, I, back then there were lots of venues you could play. There were like Christian coffee houses. There were clubs that would let Christian bands play. And so I was psycho, man. I was just like, I would just, the, the internet was new. Google existed, you know, and I was yeah. like, I can search any, I can search all day. And so I start, I searched all of North Carolina and, and sent out this EP that we made in one day to like, you know, I don't know, uh, thousands of people. And we had a hundred mm-hmm. people say, sure, come play the first year. And so we played a hundred shows that year, just kept running the circle. And before long we were in Nashville and the hustle, you know, well, that's the hustle. So wait, I have a question happened. for you though, Jason, do you still ball? I do. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the rim just seems a little higher these days. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's how it works. Yeah. I mean, it's funny. I still, but I do, I still play. And a couple of the guys that play on the high school basketball team, they're over at the house and, and I can still get them a little bit every once in a while, which is kind of fun, but I have to play old man game now. You know yes. what I mean? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> it low to the ground and side to side lateral. That's, that's my yeah. new game. I'm not trying to hurt, get hurt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I'm a youth pastor. And so like my high school guys, they're, they're all play basketball. And so we'll play and I, I, I sometimes I'll, I'll win, but it's, what I don't tell them is how the next day how about how I feel the next day. Yeah. They're because they're all like, you know, they're, they're fine. They didn't even yeah. remember they played yeah. and yeah. I'm like sore for four days. No doubt. No doubt. Well, and my wife uh, remedied that for me about, I guess, eight years ago, we were, to, we can talk, get to this later, but we were touring. My back was giving me a lot of problems and I was jumping all over the stage, doing a bunch of crazy stuff. And I came home and my, my litmus of being in shape was, can I dunk a basketball? Right. So as long as I can yeah. dunk a basketball, I'm in shape. Mm-hmm. And so all the way up till 35, 36 years old, no, no problem. I can still dunk a ball. But one day I was having back problems. My, and my wife said to me, she said, you know, you know what's wrong. And I said, what's that? She said, you're weak. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. And, uh, and she had, she had just recently started CrossFit, you know, uh. and, and I realized she was going to be the man of the house if I didn't get to work. And so, so we're, we're crazy CrossFitters now, you know, trying to stay, trying to stay in shape, but it still hurts, you know, playing ball, playing basketball, uh, with these kids, man. Well, you, yeah. you, you and a come like a comeback from that. You could have been like, well, when I am weak, he is strong. So ah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and she, and my wife a little was like, Jesus juke. Yeah. <laughs> my wife was big time Jesus juker too, like big time like, like youth group person. That would have been she'd be like, "Oh, burn!" Yeah, she <laughs> she's those people that praise before the appetizers. That's right. She wore her. She had a cross necklace that in school she wore on her back <laughs> because, because Jesus carried his cross on his back so she wore it in yeah. school that way you know what I mean? okay. okay yeah all right wow get in the picture yeah <laughs> so you guys have a huge catalog of music and so we were uh trying to think of a few songs to pick out of all your old songs because we would like to know uh the stories behind some of these songs and uh, we we chose three and so the first song that really ministers to us is a song called always. And I believe it was on your, your self-titled oh, album, correct? And yeah. uh, amazing song, amazing lyrics. So could you please tell us the story behind that song? Well, yeah. Uh, it's based on a true story. I mean, like when you listen to that first verse, that, that actually happened. Uh, we were playing a, we were playing a show in Flagstaff, Arizona. Um, and, 
it was this wild day. It was really cool. We were playing with Chris Rice. We were playing with the Newsboys, who at that point, Peter Furler was still the lead singer of the band. Well, he is now again. I, who who knows what's going on there? Yeah. But I love those guys. It's, like, it's kind of like a co-pilot situation. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. On, it yeah. is. <laughs> Jesus but, is my uh, co-pilot. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it coming, man. <laughs> um my my daughter, you know, we'll, we'll get. I'll get sidetracked. Sorry, a, a, something something shiny over there. I went and grabbed it. Um, <laughs> she has a sticker on the back of her car. It says, "Do you follow Jesus this closely?" I'm like, "Yeah." yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, but yeah, so yeah, signing autographs. And I remember it was this wild day where Flagstaff, like the weather, can change so quickly. And this lady walked up and she started telling me the story about her son and how he had, um how he'd been murdered and by his father and like this just crazy tragic story. And that's one of the things that nobody ever really prepares you for when it comes to being, you know, the front man of a Christian band. Like that's just not something that you're really prepared for. Um, like great mm-hmm. wisdom comes, comes with, with a lot of time and a lot of like a lot of studying and a lot of being in the word and, if you if you don't if you're not in those things, man, these people come to you and tell you these stories, and you are just rocked, you know. Yeah. And oh, yeah. and I remember like I just wrestled with that for several months. Like, like what would I? How do? What should I say to this person? Because we started kind of emailing, texting, and 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 that's where that chorus, you know, you know. Um, kind of came from and and what's interesting is the second verse was my story uh of just me being a kid and and um and dad and mom the kind of the divorce and the tough times with dad and um and you know i felt like the bridge of that song i just had to figure out because that song's heavy all the way through like there's i mean obviously yeah. i believe always always and that's nice and it's beautiful but the but the verses are heavy they're minor Mm-hmm. And I just felt like I had to figure out how to get out of that. And so, you know, to me, that bridge was just a little bit of my testimony of just of like, you know, I just believe that if we just hold on, right, yeah. that that God's going to meet us where we are, even in the deepest, darkest moments of, of our situations and, and our struggles. And so that's kind of where that song came from. Uh, so this next song uh we were playing your all's music the other day in the car and my little daughter, she's eight years old now. And, uh, it was, we won't be shaken. And I was singing it and me and my wife were singing it. And she just like, daddy, 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 turn it down real quick. And I'm like, okay, what? I turned it down. She goes, why are they saying we won't be shaven? I'm like shaving. <laughs> like, no, that's not what they're saying. They're saying we won't be shaken. So yeah. I was like, no, they're not shaving. So, uh, yeah. So yeah. What's the story behind? We won't be shaken. <laughs> we won't be shaven. We're Jews. We're not going to be shaven. Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, that is- uh, yeah, there was, I probably shouldn't have went there. Uh, it's all right. But anyway, like, um, <laughs> no, it's that song. So that's actually a really interesting story. That song found me. Um, I was, I was actually, I, I had, I had this co-write with these guys, um, who are amazing writers, just amazing writers. And at at a certain point when you've written a few hit songs, all of a sudden people start sending you their songs and they're like, Hey, I've got this idea. What do you think? Do you want to finish it? Whatever. And most of the time I'm kind of like, yeah, I'm going to write my own songs. I just feel like they're just important that I do that, you know, but then occasionally somebody will send you something and you're like, 
uh, yeah, I mean, like that's it. And, um, and so, uh, we won't be shaken came to me. The first time I heard it was like a rough sketch of a chorus kind of, um, that's all it was. There's nothing else. And, um, and I remember the guys, you know, and these were some pretty heavy hitter writers, Jonathan Smith, Casey Brown, and, um, Tim, uh, the guitar player for Toby Mac, he played all the guitars and stuff like that. So, so it was a heavy hitter type track, you know, and, um, and they were like, Hey, bring a verse, bring your verses, bring a bridge, bring whatever you got and let's see what we can put together. And I just immediately resonated with the idea of we won't be shaken because I've been shaken to my core so many times in my life. And I just, a lot of the songs that I write or that I'm a part of are songs that I need to sing to remind myself who my God is. Right. Like, like, like we are, we are forgetful. Right. And I think that that's why it's so important. If we look back in the old Testament, look, we, we see that God says like, Hey, we're, we're planning a monument here to remember what I've done for my people. Right. Mm -hmm. So anyway, um, but that verse, what's crazy is I remember walking in being a little bit nervous and being like, yeah, you know, I, I don't know what I have here. And I, I sang them the first verse and I sang the chorus and sang the second verse and they said, okay, song's done. And in a matter of, I don't know how long it took for them to get the, like, what they had was, oh, 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 whatever will come our way through fire or pouring rain. We won't be shaken. We won't be shaken. That's what they had. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, then I finished the back half of that and had both verses and uh, and I, you know, this world has nothing for me. This life is not my own. I know you go before me. I am not alone. And I just remember like that just, just that's literally pen and paper, just bang, you know, and yeah. it just flew out. And so it's been, been one of those songs that every night that we play it, it is such an amazing song to be able to, 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 to know that I had a part in, in that, in that tune because, uh, every night it's amazing. Now, are those moments in songwriting, are those rare? Kind of like where it just kind of like pours out like that all at once? Yeah, I mean, yeah, they are. Um, Because I I tend to be a, I I tend to be a momentum writer, which means I I don't want to slow the process down. I want to keep a melody. I want to find the hook, the melody. Once I have a hook, I I don't like to be trying to figure out what I'm writing to. I want to know what is the point of this song? Like, what are we Mm -hmm. saying? Um, you know, we won't be shaken. Got it. You know, take this role. Give me Jesus. Got it. You know, fear no more, you know, whatever. I want to know what those things are and then I can work my way to them and deconstruct the idea. Um, but, um, that, that song came together really fast. And the reason I say it's, it's not, it's not, doesn't happen a lot like that is because we have so many people that speak into our songwriting process. Now, you know, when you finish a song, you think it's done you're about 10, 10 to 15 rewrites away from it being done. And that one mm-hmm. had no rewrites. I mean, it literally was just bang. There it is. That's the song. Mm-hmm. Record label loves it. Send that to the print. It was crazy. Awesome. Awesome. So the, the next song you just mentioned it, fear no more. You know, I, I was, I was yeah. thinking the other day, I was, there is a lot of Christian music songs about fear. And, and this one is, is, is up there. Like I was thinking, I was like, I think the Lord is really trying to tell his people something, you know, do not fear, especially in the last two or three years that everyone has been experiencing the, I mean, I think 
the Lord is really trying to say, do not fear, you know, and, and I, I believe, you know, the scripture does say, I think, I believe it says, do not fear 365 times, you know, for each day of the year. Yeah. So could you, could yeah. you tell us the story behind that one? Yeah. Well, and I would say too, that fear, um, fear is, is somewhat of a, of a, um, I think it's a byproduct of, of what we have bought as the American dream a little bit. Um, I think from a standpoint of, you know, prosperity, we're all going to have a lot, uh, nothing's going to be wrong. And don't get me wrong. I, I am, I am, man, <laughs> I bleed red, white, and blue, and I'm grateful for democracy and I'm grateful for this amazing country that we live in. Um, but, but as with anything, sometimes we, we take things too far and we start expecting things that are unreasonable, you know, and, and I think that we have a great picture of Jesus, right? Like he had no possessions to, to speak of, and yet he had everything that he needed. And, and I just think that that's just powerful and profound. But if we get back to fear no more, um, my manager was diagnosed with cancer and, you know, we had written through the years, all these big records about hope and peace and confidence and, and faith and, you know, all these different things. And, uh, and I think that that song is actually wrapped around this, the bridge, the bridge to me was the point. I'm not giving up, but I'm giving in to what you've planned for your glory. Like that was always the point. Um, because circumstances arise that are out of our control, things that, you know, we worry about life and death. I mean, we do, I mean, look, sickness is a real thing and, and accidents happen and we don't understand why we don't understand what's going on. And for my manager, I remember like I was the second person that saw him after his surgery, when they removed, um, parts of his kidneys and, 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 you know, to get cancer out of him. And, um, and he was rocked to his core, you know, um, but like his verse was, uh, be still, the Lord is fighting for you. You know, you need only be still for the Lord, your God will fight for you. Like that was his battle cry. And I just wanted to figure out how do I write, um, a song about, you know, we're not going to allow fear to rule this day. We're just not going to allow fear to rule this day. We, just, we, we refuse, um, to allow fear to have the final word. And, and again, because these things are out of our hands. Like I know somewhere out there, someone's listening to this right now and they're in the middle of a crisis of belief and a crisis of everything has gone sideways for them. But, but the thing that I would encourage people is this is not where you give up. It's not where you lay down. It's, it's where you give in to whatever it is that God's plan is for your life. It's where you go, God, I'm your vessel. Use me for your glory in whatever way you want to use me. It's not the place though, where you lay down and go, I quit, you know? And, um, yeah. and I just thought that yeah. I wanted to write that song uh, for, for him. And then who knew that, you know, it was going to turn into what it turned into. It was crazy. Yeah. Uh, A few months back, you guys were posting pictures of black balloons and, you know, I was like, interesting. What, what is going on with this black balloon thing? Are they going to cover the goo goo dolls song black balloon? And I was like, what is this? I have, I have the guitar right there, bro. (laughs) It's in that. Yeah. <laughs> to, is it tuned to the super weird tuning that the Google Dolls do, <laughs> bro? It's right there, and it's tuned to that tuning. Go back and listen to my first record. It is in it is in Google Dolls tuning. The first record. Oh. <laughs> well, your song "Worry." So it was uh, your all's new single. 
and you guys yeah. were promoting the you know the black balloon with the face on it and so uh great yeah. song and uh, i know it's going to be touching and it already has probably touched thousands of lives i'm sure you guys are getting all kinds of amazing stories uh, so what's what's worry about even though you know we know the meaning behind it so yeah yeah well it's kind of yeah it's a little bit of a self-explanatory but but if i'm being real with you you know I, um you know I, I, we won't be shaken fear no more um just bonfire like all these songs that i've written about like i i just refuse to be afraid you know and all that kind of stuff you know it's been funny my son is 18 and he's graduating uh this year and he's going off to college and um i've never felt as un like unsettled from a standpoint of have i done my job like is he ready did i do what i was supposed to do is did, did i fail him because i was met, on the road 250 days a year, you know, and does he know me? Does he know who I really am? Does he know how to fight like a man? Does he know how to love with empathy and grace like a man? Does he know how to, you know, all these things. And and the answer to those questions is he's awesome. Like he's awesome. But, um, you know, as a father, something about your kids getting ready to leave your house has just brought this weight upon me of like, Oh my gosh. I'm, I'm legit worried. You know what I mean? Like I'm legit. Are yeah. they going to be okay? Like I will not be able to stand there and protect my son. Mm -hmm. If the same thing happens to him that happened to me at NC state, you know, like all, all those mm -hmm. kinds of things. And, and we know that scripture tells us you can't even add a day to your life, right? Like by, by worrying at all, you can't add an, an hour. And I just, you know, for me, um, Again, all the songs that I write are, are like what God is impressing upon me that he needs to work on me first about. And so, you know, that, you know, like we have all these problems and we think we'll never solve them. Right. But don't let it steal your joy. Yeah. You know, like those were all, all I'm, I'm writing to me. This is my journal entries. And then I, I, yeah. I turned that in, uh, kind of had this thing and I turned it into a manager and, and, uh, producers and, you know, cause I co-produced but i turned it in they were like dude let's go we got to do this now and so um and the idea behind it was you know like one of the things that's interesting is is that i really believe that like for me sometimes i need somebody to walk alongside me and say hey bro like take a look at your life like look what god has given you look at the blessings that you walk with um Look at his faithfulness. And that simple conversation of somebody standing beside me, it's, it's almost like somebody cuts these worries and sets them free off of me, you know? And then with that mindset, it allows me to then go and look at, at my, my other buddy who's over here struggling and go, hey man, like, dude, God is with you. He's for you. He will never leave you or forsake you. Look at what he's done. And then all of a sudden the same thing happens. And so that was the concept behind that whole balloon thing and the song worry was just... Hey man, like it's, we can't add a day, can't add a single moment. Right. So give everything back to the God who owns it. And that, that was just, that's just where I'm at right now. Yeah. My, my only son is only, he's just turned nine months. So I can't oh. even, I can't picture that yet. <laughs> I don't want to. Yeah. I mean, my oldest is in middle school. When he goes to summer camp, I think the same thing. I'm like, is he ready? Like, you know, oh, yeah. I can't imagine. Yeah. Like, like college, man. Yeah. I just get, I just get freaked out when he goes to summer camp. <laughs> you know, it's funny. It's like, 
I, I come from a very military background when my dad was a, an ex-military man. And, you know, uh, a lot of the things that I thought really mattered didn't, you know, and a lot of the things like, because I'm very like, do it right, do the right thing, you know, be strong, be, yeah. you know, and, and really what our kids need to hear is, Hey man, I love you. Um, I got your back yeah. and there needs to be discipline and there are times when they're out of line, but you know, I think that if, if I could go back and do anything different, I would probably try to parse a little bit better what matters and what doesn't matter just a little bit more. And, uh, and, uh, and I'd probably feel a little bit more settled, uh, at the moment, but you know what? We're all, I heard a friend say that even good parents, children have scars, you know? And that gave me a lot of hope, you know, because they're going to fall, they're going to make mistakes and, you know, uh, but I'll tell you this, something cool, that kid, my son is a ridiculous drummer. And if you come to see us this summer, you'll see him playing drums for me. So pretty cool. Awesome. awesome. Oh, cool. Yeah. 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 So Jason, we're going to do a spitfire of questions. Um, just some of your favorite things or whatever comes to the top of mind. What is your favorite food? Top of mind, ice cream. Ice cream. Favorite movie? Gladiator. Favorite Netflix show to binge? Oh, no. I don't do that a lot. Uh, hang on. Disney G- Plus give show. A, give, give, give me a couple. <laughs> hang on. Give me a couple of Netflix shows and I'll, I'll, I'll know one. Uh, Stranger Things. Uh, oh, it's perfect. Whatever. Awesome. No, no. Okay. So okay. Apple. Let's Apple, just Apple, go with that one. No, Apple Plus, Ted Lasso. <laughs> Okay, okay, yeah, there you go. Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. Oh, if yeah. you haven't watched Ted Lasso, do yourself a favor. I've been guilty of binging that one for sure. Oh, it's so good, man. Um, so good. Man, I've got a difficult one. They gave me the hard one because this is always difficult for artists to answer. What's all your right. favorite song of all time? Oh, man. <laughs> uh, I, thought he, I thought we froze. <laughs> I, yeah, no, no, um, man, I, I, would probably, I would probably lean into some, some sort of old Led Zeppelin something i don't know why okay. oh, awesome cashmere awesome. Yeah. probably cashmere that riff in cashmere is the most ridiculous riff of all time and then if if, if spots, not that then i would then definitely flip to to um, black balloon or iris from goo goo dolls mm. oh yeah yeah good go. stuff uh dream duet dream duet uh you know i've done it before and i'd like to do it again stephen curtis this is the the best question. or bono or bono i'd take bono yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> You'd take Bon. Uh, I would take him. <laughs> okay. Coca Cola or Pepsi? Coca Cola. Good job. Jason, what is your favorite po- what is your favorite podcast? Uh, it's definitely this one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's on the top it, of your screen. It's the Christian music guys. <laughs> uh, your favorite you Bible verse. Zephaniah 317, the Lord is with you. He's mighty to save. He will quiet you with his love and he will rejoice over you with singing. Awesome. So why weren't you building 317 then? Yeah, because my wife led me astray. (laughs) I mean, it could have been anything. cross on her back got too heavy, Jason. That's right. Listen, I, dude, we, our first record deal was with Warner Brothers, and we had an end cap in every Walmart in America. And on Tuesday night at midnight, they rolled that wall, that end cap out. It was a full-size picture of me. I was so stoked. I told all my family members to go, 
and they walked in and it said Whittling 429. Like they misspelled it in every Walmart in America. So we could have probably gone with something a little easier. Like, come on. Oh, man. It was just the Lord's way of kind of, you know, keeping your ego in check, right? Oh, yeah. I guess so. I, I was pretty hyped. I ain't going to lie. I mean, I would be too. Uh, well, Jason, to wrap up, we always ask our gu- we always ask our guests this question, and so what we'd like to see if you'd be willing to share something that God's been doing in your life recently uh, that you'd be willing to share with our listeners to help build up their faith. Yeah. Um, well, I'll tell you this. I, I feel like just right now, I feel like the Lord is telling me, uh, you know, I, I am I'm with you, um, even when it feels like, you know, even when it feels when you feel like you're alone. Um, and, and there's a song that there's, even if the healing never comes, I think is the name of the song or something like that. And maybe it sounds, that sounds like a casting crown song to me. Cause you know, Mark writes those <laughs> amazing songs, but, um, uh, but I believe it or not, this is kind of a side note. And this is actually a prayer request for you guys. I'm actually losing the hearing in my right ear and it's really hard. Like I'm a, I'm a full-time producer, songwriter, um, you know, singer. I have this thing called Meniere's disease and it just sounds like a jet engine and it makes me dizzy. And I've, I've never been weak a day in my life, man. I've just always been strong and I've just never had, I've just never had a moment where I was like, not even a moment, like, yeah, I've never had a two or three days in a row where it felt like, I don't know if I can walk, you know, or, and, um, it seems really small, but like all of our days are in are in his hands and I, and I i would just say to those people out there that are in the middle of the struggle and who are just like god where are you what are you doing like i just want to encourage you to lean in and lean into the word and to pray and uh, to seek him because we do have we have two choices in these circumstances right we can we can take our ball and run and say fine god i don't like what you're doing and go the opposite direction um, but that never works out to our benefit ever. Or we can lean in and say, okay, God, whatever you have, as I was saying, I'm not giving up, but I'm giving in to, uh, to your, to what you plan for your glory. And, um, and I don't know what the future holds for me right now. Like I really don't like I'm being honest with you. I'm, I had to cut bass tracks uh, about, you know, about an hour ago. And, and I realized that I was actually playing the wrong notes when I listened back with my left ear, cause I couldn't hear you know, like the key, not a key. And I'm just, ne- I'm, I'm perfect pitch, man. You know, so, so my whole world is a little bit up in the air right now. And I guess what I would say to people out there whose whole world is up in the air, guess what? It's still in his hands. And um, he is a perfect God. His plans are better for us than we could ever even imagine. If, if my time as a singer and as a musician or whatever is for some reason drawing to a close, then whatever he has next is going to be even greater. And likewise for you, whatever you're going through today, the best is still in front of you. And not even death has the final word. Um, the cross does. So victory is sure uh, as a follower of Christ. So keep your chin up and keep moving and don't ever lay down and quit. So what is yeah, uh, next for the summer? Uh, is there anything, any new songs or anything coming this summer? Oh my gosh. Yeah, of course there is. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I've got... Um, well, number one, we're playing a bunch of shows this summer, which is awesome. Um, yeah. really looking forward to it. Our set list that we played in Texas the other day, we played we played almost twenty songs because we're basically wow. doing a greatest hit where we're we're plowing through all the records that we've done and pulling okay. like 
you know, just songs. And honestly, anybody that's out there that's a fan, we're allowing you to, if you email us or text us or, or tweet or Instagram a song you want, we're going to learn it and play it that night, you know? So, uh, we're just trying to have, trying to honor the legacy that we've had through the years and just be proud of it. Um, and then obviously new music on the way, uh, I'm writing right now. I have a couple of new songs coming and then uh, there will be a Christmas, uh, EP of some sort as well. So lots and lots for me to do, uh, in the coming months, uh, assuming that God gives me a little bit of, you know, gives me just a little bit of reprieve here on my ear. We'll be good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have two requests. Building 429, building 429.com. Correct. For people to, yeah, yeah, building429.com. Our Instagram is building429official. Um, and hey, they say hi. Like, you know, we, we, we love that. It's just awesome. We just really appreciate all those people who have been so good to us for now 20 years. Wrap your brain around that. Wow. Unbelievable. And for the, and for the uh, Christmas EP, you already got the cover art. That's right. Yeah. It's done. <laughs> <laughs> Two songs you need to do over the summer is Johnny Be Good and Black Balloon. All right, there all right. Is. No, no, I'm right. I'm gonna write them down. I'll, I'll, we'll do, we'll do. I'll at least do a cover of them because my, yeah. my they're, they're always like, dude, Jason, do something crazy. All right, all right. Well, thanks, Jason, for taking the time and chatting with us. We really appreciate it. Make sure you guys keep up with Build, Building 429 and Jason and all that they have going on this summer. Thanks again for listening, dear listener, to our podcast. Uh, be sure to share uh, with your friends. We can be found wherever you listen to podcasts. Check out our website, christianmusicguys.com, to find out what's coming up with us, uh, catch up on all the latest episodes. Uh, you can find us on social uh, media platforms, Christian Music Guys. Also on our website, you can find out how to join our monthly support team because we are listener-supported, and we're so grateful for all of our supporters. I uh, love you guys big time. And please, while you're checking us out on Apple Podcasts, leave us a review. I appreciate you guys. Thank you. Have a great week, and we'll see you next time.